Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Beyond the Score, the podcast that brings you the views and opinion of those in the game. Brought to you by Khel Now. I am your host Ashish Negi. Our latest guest at the podcast is someone who has a lot of riding on his shoulder this ICL season. Taking over a champion team and somewhat rebuilding it once again is a is a mammoth task. But if someone is adept at building and rebuilding, it is the man. He guided Watford to the Premier League from the brink of relegation from the AFL Championship. He has also coached England youth team across various level. Let's welcome the new Jamshedpur FC coach Eddie Boothright. Hi, coach. How are you doing? Hi, Ashish. I'm very good, thank you. How are you? I'm fine. I hope I hope the preparation for the new season is is, is going good uh, for you and the and the club. It's going very well, thanks. Going very well. I'm I'm very pleased how it's all come along. When you come to a a new club and you don't know the players, um, very takes a little bit of time to see the relationships build uh, on and off the pitch. So um, it's it's going really really well. Um, we had a couple of bumps and bruises early on um, in pre-season, but we've come out of those. So touch wood, we should have a fully fit uh, game against us this year. Okay, so coach, let's start from you know uh, very first uh, your move to Jamshedpur FC. You know how that that take place. You know who who approached you and uh, why you picked Jamshedpur FC, considering this is your first time you coming outside UK. Yeah, so um, I was working at uh, Sheffield United at the time, and I saw um, Owen obviously winning the Shield, and it got a little bit of coverage over in the UK. Um, and I've always uh, wanted to try my uh, uh, skills at um, in another country, having played and, and worked in all four leagues, as you pointed out before, and international football. I wanted to come and work in another country, so it's always been an ambition of mine um, to, uh, to work abroad. So, um, having said that, um, this opportunity came along. Uh, I went for it, I had a couple of interviews. I spoke to Steve Koppel, I spoke to Owen Coyle, um, just to find out their experiences of, of Indian football and India in general. And after I spoke to those two guys, I, it was, I was adamant I was coming and I'd do whatever it took to uh, um, to, to get the, the job. And thankfully, uh, I managed to talk my way into a job. And hopefully, I can uh, um, continue to build on the great work that Owen's done. So, Coach, uh, was you adamant also the fact that you have not worked outside uh, the England? You know, in general, you have worked in the United Kingdom only. You have not worked in other European markets also. So, uh, family or friends around you, they might have asked you why India or why Indian football. You know, you might have a good opportunity in Europe also. Yeah, that's true. Um, but my children are a little bit older now. My son is twenty-two and my daughter is twenty. They got off, you know, making their own way in life and doing their bits. And I just said to my wife, you know, that uh, that dream that we had about going and traveling the world and going to uh, and going to work in different um, continents. Uh, she said, yeah, that let's, let's let's go for it. So why why India? Because um, they, Jamshed uh, Porsche, had some real interest. Asked me to uh, uh, another interview, um, and. Uh, Thankfully, I managed to uh, uh, to get it. But since I've uh, since I've arrived, I've thrown myself into the in, into the whole culture of the place, all the festivals. Um, so I'm, I'm really enjoying my time here, probably as much as I have in any other club I've ever been at. 
Yeah, and October. So, so this is the month of festival in India, of course. You know, they have their first they their festival every next day in the month of the October all across the India, and and the country is in the festival mood, and maybe that's why uh, that yeah, football is also starting. You know, in the month of the October, and you know, hopefully the football festival will go along good this season. Uh, so, coach. Uh, uh, so what what impressed you most about the project with Jamshedpur FC? You know, uh, is it because they have won the league shield? Uh, with Owen Coel or something else, uh, which which you know kind of impressed you uh, uh, to I join think, them? I think it's a couple of things really. I think first of all, when you go into a, a job as a head coach, usually the team has finished bottom or our managers been moved on or they've been relegated or they've been underperforming. Um, in this case, the team have been overperforming. Have managed to go through a very difficult time in the bubble to come out as champion, as uh, shield winners and champions. Um, and for me, one of the hardest things is going to be winning after winning because we've already proved that we can do it once. Uh, we have lost our, uh, a, a key player um, in Greg Stewart, but hopefully we can find some new top scorers and we can find some new assisters and maybe share the, the goals around a little bit and add a two, one or two things in terms of set plays and um, just being a little bit cuter in some areas, then hopefully we can uh, we can be up around the top again. And uh, what have been your impression of Indian football till now? Of course, you know, uh, Jamshedpur reserve team played in the Durant Cup and since then, you guys have been playing, you know, friendlies here and there. So what is your impression till now of Indian football? My impression of Indian football is that it's a... It's a a brilliant project and my impression of Jamshedpur very professional training ground belongs to us um, we're lucky enough to, to have all the facilities to own all the facilities and to be backed by uh, by Tata Steel and, uh, and be able to uh, lean on them um, in terms of getting uh, the facilities that we need to be able to practice and to be able to to win games. As far as pre-season has gone, that's been really a, a real mismatch and a mixture of players because I wanted to have a little look at everybody um, and it's gone really well. Um, we've played uh, three I-League teams um, so I've got a fair understanding of what their level is uh, and for us now it's about making sure that uh, we're all absolutely ready for that first game on the 11th. Okay. Uh, so, coach, of course, you already told me that you had a conversation with Steve Copel and the Owen Coel also. Uh, in specific, what was your conversation with Owen? You know, uh, because he is the fan, fan favorite, not just with the Jamshedpur FC. You know, somebody thinks he, he done brilliant job with Chennai FC also before com, uh, coming to uh, Jamshedpur. So, what is your conversation with Owen? You know, and uh, any 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 uh, guru mantra or any any anything he has given to any tip or something about Indian football that what you need to do to get success here in India. He, he said uh, it's a long road from Ranchi. That was the only negative thing I think he said. Uh, uh, but uh, everything else, particularly the people, he was very big on emphasising the quality of the people that I'd be working with. Um, there's a lot of competition to get the job. I know there's other British coaches that went for it. Um, so I feel very fortunate to be given the opportunity. Uh, and with the, the people that I'm working with on a day-to-day -day basis and obviously the senior management, um, you know, nobody could have been any any friendlier, really. My wife and I have both settled in very, very quickly. Uh, and as you say, yeah, we're, we're, we're hitting the festivals and living like uh, uh, Indians, and that's how we intend to work. Yeah. 
and uh, coach so you have already touched upon the preseason uh, are you happy with the business club has done in the transfer market or regarding the new foreigners or the new indian players they have signed till now uh, yeah i'm i'm happy with with what we've got um obviously we've got a we've got a couple of guys that are, that are coming in brand new um in uh, uh, Sawyers and, and and jet who have done very very well but i'm very quick to point out when uh, people ask me about the uh, um the international players just how good a group of young players that we've got here um you know people talk about uh, ishan and uh, and boris but you know we've got one or two a little bit younger than that they've got a real opportunity i think of building careers and being key players for jamshedpur and and i'm hoping to uh, hopefully recommend and push him forward onto international um success as well uh yeah and 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 of course you know uh there's somebody like narendra gehlot uh, who's a young center back who's also uh, left the club against mohsin rahman but overall you know jamshedpur fc have uh, able to kind of retain their you know core of uh, their winning squad and they, they have you know added more more players into it somebody like you know uh, pratik choudhry is is a fantastic addition rakshit dagar for example Uvesh Mohammed from I League is also great, great addition alongside the foreigners. S K Sahil, uh, he has he was a fantastic uh, season uh, with Mohan Bagan before you know he moved into ISL, but not able to replicate the same form. But he's also young player, Jaranpreet Singh. Uh, he is also yeah. uh, I will say he's he's not very old, but he's a veteran in ISL now because he's been playing ISL for multiple season. Uh, you know, and uh, then of course the foreign players which have touched upon there, they have been great, great signing for the club. You know, Mohammed Uwais is also a good, good signing. So I think overall, uh, looks like uh, club have able to retain the core, uh, winning squad. You know, and uh, of course add the uh players. And I've been watching Jamshedpur FC for very long, from their very first season. I always believe Jamshedpur FC always have a lack of depth. uh you know going into the new season and it was also last season uh but you know owen added komal thatal and boris in the squad so which they kind of covered both the wings uh in the attacking uh, attacking side for the club so i think do you think now on that front now club is uh, kind of you know they have proper backup for each position well i think it's a great point you make about uh, either tailing off towards the end of the season because we don't have the depth i think what we've got now is is uh is is real quality and of course you, you know the, the proof will be in the pudding when we start to play and hopefully get results and perform well because that's important to us uh that we entertain and and, and that we win um but yeah i mean the players that you mentioned there have settled in very very quickly uh and uh you know the core i believe is 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 very very strong um and and uh you know I, i'm not so sure that you mentioned uh, farouk Chaudhry in that long list of players, but yeah, he's Farouk a player. is already Jamshedpur FC player. So yeah, but he was injured last season, so I didn't mention him. But he's like a new signing. It's like, having, it's like having a new player, really, with having him along because of his injury, as you you know quite rightly point out. So so I'm really I'm really happy with uh, with where we're at, and the providing we can keep everybody fit, then uh, we want to be challenging again. Uh, but coach, how important was uh, for a club to get hold of two centre backs? Uh, you know, Peter Hartley and uh, El Sabia. uh so so do you think that you know retaining uh, the key players from the last season will be key going into this season you know because uh, you don't want to change your squad after getting good success on the pitch you know uh, you don't want to say change all the foreigners bring new foreigners in and considering you getting a new coaching staff also 
So yeah. uh, I think it's helpful that you guys are able to retain the important key foreign players also. Yeah, yeah, without without a doubt, um, I think the uh, the core Ellie and Peter, you know, were were stalwarts last season. Were exceptional, and you know, uh, Ratik Pratik coming in is really going to put them under pressure um, uh, to to retain their places. But that's what I wanted to do. Really, I wanted to, you know, keep what's worked because you don't you don't throw the baby out with the bathwater when the team is champion. You analyse what they did really well, and then try and replicate, if not go better than that. And then freshen it up with some uh, players that you've mentioned already that uh, that are hungry and that want to go and win. You know, win, winning winning is not easy. It's it's really really difficult. You know, but what uh, winning also winning after winning is even more difficult. So, you know, I'm uh, I'm sure teams will look at us differently. Obviously, being in the bubble is different to being back in front of your home fans, which I think. You know, we're all really looking forward to getting to the furnace and uh, and enjoying that atmosphere. You know, the, the the buzz around the place, especially as we come up to the start of the season, is really exciting. You know, everybody that works here, everybody that supports the team, um, you know, ev- just want to get the game kicked off and let's see if we can do some uh, some, some more good things. Uh, and coach, uh, before we wrap this squad analysis, we have been doing, and I think I can I can say this season going to this season, I can. Remove one weakness from Jamshedpur FC team, uh, which was there for last three to four season, is the lack of depth. I can see there is enough depth in each position, not just foreign players. The Indian players you have, uh, I think they on their day they can be in the first eleven of any ISL team. You know, uh, it's so somebody like the club have able to hold off. You know, people can talk about Greg Stewart last season, the performance he gave. I think Ritwik Das, uh, he was fantastic last season. His his rise. For Jamshedpur FC, you know, gave them another dimension in the second part of the season. And yeah. I'm, I'm sure I'm aware of both Ritwik and Ishan Pandita having offers from other ISL teams. So how important uh, as a club uh, for Jamshedpur FC hold of two these young Indian players, you know, because it's tough to get attacking Indian players who can score goals, who can provide assists. Well, again, you make some really good points there. Um, I, I think also um, with people like Ishan, and uh, and Ritwick, it's really important that they continue to grow as players and get better and better. And I, I think that with the senior players as well, I think every player that plays the game for us, it's important that we work out where they can improve every single day. So look to help them, to coach them, uh, both in, a, in units, but in individually as well. So hopefully that um, um, the fact that that was something that I said I really wanted to do with the, with the board um, with our younger players uh, was something that I think was uh, you know um, taken very well uh, and, and I want to coach I want to help people to help themselves to get better um, and if we can do that and we can get all our squad in that in that mindset of wanting to be a better footballer every day um, then I think you know we'll, we'll not only um, do well here as a team as a club but they'll do well as individuals and I think the international team can benefit from them as well. Yeah, and India will, of course, will benefit from the arrival of these young players. Coach, two points uh, from what you have said till now. Uh, one thing is, I just want to know, you have been Jamshedpur for a while now. Have you got a chance to visit Tata Football Academy? I think it's the historic uh, football academy in India because for years, it was the only academy we had, you know, now... Of course, in uh, 2022, we have academies, various academies all across the India. Uh, but, you know, for 10, 15 years, 
in india there was only one academy which was tata football academy you got a chance to uh, visit tata football academy or to watch young players have you have you any talent caught your eye which you know which you might see in this season or next season well i i um uh, i've been fortunate that it's uh, about less than a mile down the down the road so i've been to the academy a couple of times probably three or four times now um because i think it's important that uh, that they're aligned with us really important that they're aligned with us um and i think in the past as you as you say um a, a very high percentage of indian international players came from the academy um i think i think maybe not so many uh, of late have have come through the academy but i think that is a cyclical where you do get waves of players coming through and then sometimes a drop off and i think one of the things because of my background as a as a director of youth and a technical director and a and and then a first team manager and head coach um i think not only is it important that we're aligned but we're all working to the same philosophy that's very very important um because that can make you stronger that can in many departments you know you can you know, bring players through give them opportunities and uh, save yourself some money in the transfer market i guess so coach uh, you already said you are you have been technical director you have been head coach you have been the manager so what kind of uh, coach you are uh, how do you describe yourself do you also take part in the training or you sit back and let your other coaches uh, do the training drills what kind of coach you are because we have seen you know different kind of coaches in not just in india in europe also nowadays there are coaches like you know was pep cardolia and everybody who who takes parts in training by themselves and of course we have some some especially some english coaches who sit back and allow their assistant coaches to do training drills and everything what kind of coach you are i'm i'm, I'm quite hands on i'm probably about 70% hands on i will do the training um i'm i'm very lucky to have uh, owen wilson and stuart watkins as uh, as assistant coaches and and uh, les cleveley goalkeeper coach but behind the scenes there's a, there's a lot of uh, really good work support from the support staff being done um and and, and we're very lucky to uh, Uh, to have them um i forgot your question mate sorry where were we so i just want to know what we you know um, do you also do all the training by yourself or you allow your other assistant sorry, coaches sorry. to take take charge sorry. of uh, training yeah uh, so i will be doing the majority of it because that's what i like to do um that's what I've, i've probably done all my career really uh been quite hands on um and use the support of those guys that i said uh, I, i said earlier yeah because you said you know you have been technical director so so you have seen that side of football also you have been the football coach you have been the football manager yeah. so i think you know it's important to know that but what kind of coach you you describe yourself as you know so coach that that's great uh, so so you have touched upon you know that how important is getting the right support staff you know uh, uh, and you also touch upon the importance of indian players at the club uh, which indian which which indian player you have been impressed with until uh, now and any indian player surprise you which you didn't find you know initial reports which club or other you know indian coaching staff or the previous coaching staff has given to which which indian player has surprised till now uh, in the training to you um wow that's a, that's if if any of the players uh, are listening to this or watching this then they're going to want to know whether they're in favor aren't they um so uh i have to say that uh, boris has been exceptional in uh, in pre-season and done really well um all the players to a man have, have settled in you know we've got some really good characters which is which is really important i think get the right people on the bus going in the right direction and you've got a good chance um 
I have to say Rick Week's done very well as well. Um, uh, I think the fact that uh, um, Sawyers has come in and done very, very, very well for us has got everybody else thinking, I, I, you know, I've got, I've got to get on my toes and make sure that I'm ready. And I think by bringing in the players that we brought in and um, promoting some of the younger players, I think what we've done there is actually made it a little bit more competitive than it was already. And it was very competitive to start with. So hopefully we can use that to drive ourselves further and improve. Talking to individual Boris Singh, you have touched upon. So Boris was a right back uh, for the India Under-17 team in the FIFA Under-17 World Cup. Of course, then he, then he signed for ATK Mohan Magan. We, we didn't play it for years. Came back to the, he came to Jamshedpur FC and then he played in the attacking position. And now I'm seeing ISL as a, the ISL official website have listed him as a forward player. So where do you see him playing? You know, will you will you see him in the wings uh, as a defensive, you know, right back, left back, or will you see him in the as an attacking winger? I think you, when you're blessed with pace like that, um, you've got to use it in an attacking force, and he could play right, left, or he could play as a centre forward. You know, anybody that can run like that, they can stretch teams, allows other players to play in between in the pockets. And I think uh, he has got that in him. He doesn't even know that yet because I've just I mentioned it to him. That's well, I've got um, some 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 thoughts on him and one or two other players that might just adjust their positions uh, differently. But Boris definitely for the attack. It looks like I think uh, this will be like the Indian uh, version of Gareth Bale, you know, who started his career as a left back and then eventually, even when he ended his career, he played in the all the attacking position. And I think, I think it's great because uh, Boris, as a young player, was was very impressive for India youth teams. And, you know, of course, when he when he signed for the ATK Mohan Bagan, he didn't play much for them and fans were worried, you know, that, you know. And I think um, credit to the lad, he kept kept on working on behind the scene, you know, developing himself as a as a, as a football player, physically also, not just, you know, uh, not just a technical point of view. So, coach, uh, uh, as I t- touched upon earlier, the Jamshedpur FC last season are the League Shield uh, winner, you know, and uh, they will have a playoff match for the uh, AFC Champions League qualification for next year. Uh, because AFC Champions League is not going to take place um, the kind of uh, calendar-wise it, it has been taking place for till now. You know, it usually ends in December. Now, from next season, it will start from uh, October to the April, the normal Indian calendar. So, do you have one playoff match uh, to qualify for that? Do you guys also planning for it? Or right now, focus is completely on the ISL? I've got, I've got to be uh, totally honest with you. Um as excited as I am about that and about that game and when it is, I've got to make sure we focus on the first game. I know that sounds a little bit boring, no. um, but, uh, but this year uh, is the uh, the most important uh, team at the moment because they're, they're our next one. And uh, whilst the coaches are off at the moment planning uh, the downfall and, uh, and and trying to do you know their work to look at the strengths and the weaknesses, um, I'm thinking very much about what we can do to stop them um, and all the other teams in the ISL that, uh, that are good teams, that are strong teams, that have good coaches. So uh, it's going to be difficult. Uh, but if we take our eyes off the prize, then we're going to find ourselves in uh, in trouble, you know, looking backwards. Very much look forward uh, to the, the future. And by doing that, we make sure we get the present right. And that's what we'll be doing. 
So of course, uh, last season only Jamshedpur uh, have won the you know League Shield uh, trophy and uh, they were the League League Stage champion. Now going into this season, there are lots of things are changing uh, in terms of the league structure. So uh, there are games. Most of the I think ninety percent games are on Thursday to Sunday on the weekend. Yeah. You know, and that's give you somebody like you as a coach a chance to work with your players more because you know uh, all the coaches which I've spoken in past past three to four years. they are major complaint you know because they believe that the team is locked in the period of uh, match match day recovery you know then they have a one pre match uh, um, uh, match day minus one session that's it they, they don't get much coaching time so how much this going to change in terms of uh, indian player development for 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 you know for the coaches to develop indian players that's one and i have to ask about the new playoff format is there you know so now at least there will be six teams who will be who can can win trophy can win the league shield can win the asl trophy so you know will these the two these uh, these two things will change uh, you know the uh, the perspective of the indian super league now yeah i, I think definitely the the uh, the four movie to six keeps the, the league alive till the very last kick of the ball i would imagine that's 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 the idea behind that in terms of the coaching um you know because of the distance that we travel um because of uh, the teams that we play in the time of year and the weather and all those things that I've never normally have to factor in as a as a, a coach working for England under 21s you know it's just going to be cold and rainy so you can plan for that all year round um whereas uh, where in India is it's a little bit different so you know we we've, we've been quite inventive in 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 how we've uh, in how we've coached um I, I think these days once you get your big period of pre-season out of the way and you start you 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 know your league campaign um you quickly got to focus on what's important um i think it, it's important that you use different mediums you know the the lads will, uh, will do a lot of interaction into um debriefing the games probably more than anything else and also i want to get a culture here where players want to improve and want to look at their clips from games so that they can be better players you know that comes into it as well so i think uh, the uh, the the willingness and the energy from all the staff to want to teach and to help and to support um our players that's really important to me part of the environment i want to create so coach another thing which is changing again of course post covid this is the first time the football fans will be back in the stadium you know and jamshedpur fc I have a very huge fan following in the in, in the city. So, are you looking forward to play in front of the fans? And do you get a chance to interact with uh, Jamshedpur fans in the city till now? Um, yes, we've been to three is it three panditas for the festival. We uh, we went there to uh, interact with the public, who were very keen and pleased to see us. Mostly the players, of course. Um, uh, so, yeah, as I said to you earlier, you know, my, my wife is with me. and we're looking forward to having a brilliant time in india if uh, if the first 10 weeks are anything to go by um then you know i've had the warmest of welcomes and the most sincere hard working people i think i've i've ever met so i'm uh, i'm very excited about that and uh, hopefully we can continue to put smiles on the jamshed poor fans faces and i think that's very important because this is the first time you know Uh, uh first time in 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 recent years when the fans are back in the stadium not just jamshedpur all, all across the india uh coach the league schedule of course we know the all the pros do you think not playing every say couple of days have any cons or do you think that you know 
uh, playing on the weekends now uh, is is only about the pros. There is no cons behind it. Yeah, I, th- I think there's always cons for somebody and always pros for somebody more than others. And I think, uh, uh, having said that, we know what it is when we go into it. Um, you know, when uh, when everybody's decided what's right and what's not right and what's fair and what's not fair. When we know where we are, which we do now, you know who we're playing um, and we know what we've got to do uh, from now until the end of the season to, to be successful. So, you know, I think for us it's about... Uh, focusing really hard and gelling quickly and getting better and you know the quicker we can get better and make mistakes and make different mistakes and keep winning the better with the that will be so um as long as we know the time and the day then we'll just get on with it and uh so coach you have you have already touched upon the you know the indian talent and the foreign players you have with you uh, uh you know and uh, so to think that you know uh, it's important to get uh, balance of the foreign players or the Indian players right to get success in the ISL or you know sometimes it's happened in the past you know some coaches have overly depended on their foreign players you know and they played Indian players in a supporting role supporting role which I means is right back left back right winger left winger and the core or the spine of the team was uh, filled with the foreign players this has happened especially when there were the six foreigners in the playing 11 uh, yeah. yeah no I think it's a really good point um, I mean I, as, as an Englishman I can tell you the greatest growth in uh, in England's Premier and Championship leagues is that um, we've seen the best coaches in the world come and work in our league, and we've been able to copy that, to model that, to move that on. And you know, somebody once said to me, "If you want to be a good thief, you want to be a good coach, you've got to be a good thief." And I think, um, as a as a country, we've taken on board some of the German, Spanish. French, Italian tactics, and we've used our own uh, skills and positives um, to produce players uh, and, and and to win things in Europe uh, and hopefully the world coming up shortly. Um, and, and I think with those things in mind, if uh, if India could think like that with their foreign players and their foreign coaches, that you know how how much better can we get by taking ideas off of these people and then revamping it and making it our own. I think, you know, modelling is a really important thing uh, that you, you look at who is the best and then you push yourself against them and they create, you know, the, the standard. So, Coach, uh, as you touch upon the different coaches in the Premier League and in England and how the different formations they've been playing. So, another question for you, which I want to ask. Are you, uh, so there are a couple of coaches in the world, say uh, Conte at uh, Tottenham, who who has one fixed formation, you know, he, he will play 3-5-2 and then he will uh, build his playing style according to that formation. Uh, yeah. So, then there are other coaches who has a one particular playing style and they can play any formation they want, you know, depending on the match, depending on the opponent. What what kind of coach you are, are? Do you have any fixed formation, and then you'll build your playing style according to the formation, or you have a playing style and you use different formation according to the situation? Um, well, I think the first thing we do is we focus on us, and we focus on the style of how we how we will want to be uh, in terms of our performance. I think um, I think it's important to be flexible. I think it's important to be able to play in a ver- in a variety of different ways. You know, for example. If a team is pressing you, then you might need to go into the second line. If a team drops off, then you build build up through the thirds of the pitch. Um, I think uh, in in terms of what we'll do and what we've been looking to do 
is we'll be a team that plays a mixed style um, uh, depending on our opponent and depending on the players that we've got available. Um, like most coaches, I I'll always want to have that perfect performance, that holy grail of a win and a perfect performance. And I go after that with the players for, for every single game. So in terms of style, um, I think Owen put down some wonderful markers and some uh, really good uh, habits for these this group of guys. Um, and hopefully with what's coming recruitment-wise, we've added to that. Uh, and in terms of coaching and how we want to play, um, we've got to be able to win in a variety of ways and we've got to be able to to attack and defend in a variety of different ways. And that's that's what we've been doing with the last six weeks, really, in, in our preparation. So... Um, it's more about style and substance for me than anything else. Uh, and if we can uh, we can get off to a good start and confidence can grow, then uh, you know we'll still be aiming for that perfect performance and, and that perfect win. Uh, I think, Coach, enough of the India and Indian Super League or Indian football. Let's talk about your career also a little bit. You know, uh, the, what was the experience of managing in the Premier League? I think uh, because in India. I think majority of the football fans watch Premier League and they will want to know uh, what Premier League manager thinks about, you know, managing the Premier League or, you know, and coaching in the Premier League, how easy and how tough and, you know, why it is not easy for uh, every coach to get success in the Premier League. Well, yeah, I mean, it's first of all, it's very, very difficult. Um, and it's very rare. If, if you're going to get into the Premier League, usually you've got to take a team up because of the quality of the player and the quality of the coaches that are already in there. So you've got to prove your worth um, by you know, winning, staying, getting in there and staying in there. And that's difficult because of the financial differences between the top tier teams in the Premier League and the bottom tier. You know, it's getting bigger and bigger, which is not a good thing um, for, for our game uh, or their game, I should say now. Um, and in, in terms of... Uh, some of the work that uh, that I know has been done on the training fields, um, you know, uh, coaches that we've seen and used their uh, methodologies, if you like, has been has been a, a big plus for some of the England players that are coming through. Uh, people like Phil Foden, Conor Gallagher, that have been given the opportunity to to play, um, but only because the national team manager played them sometimes before they made the debut. So, um, a very interesting time for, for England, I think, in the next few months. Okay. And coach, uh, you know, as you touch upon that, it's it's tough for the English coach to get a you know, direct job in the Premier League. So, best way to take the club into the, uh, uh, you know, uh, the, the Premier League. So, you won the uh, championship playoff with Watford. You know, what was that feeling all about? And I also wonder the mentality for the new electric promoted team, as we told about the difference in the uh, budgets and the money-wise, you know, we have seen club like Norwich, they comes into Premier League, they relegated to Championship, they win Championship, you know, with the record-breaking uh, uh, points tally, and they goes back to the Premier League, then they get relegated again. So, 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 why this is? Is, is it just because uh, the difference in the budgets, or it's also the mentality? Why it's not it's not easy to sustain in the Premier League? Well, uh, you're absolutely right. It is difficult to, to get in there, but is that is that you know the 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 hunter, the the, the team that goes after the uh, uh, the prize of the Premier League by promote getting promoted into it. Once you've been in there and you come back down, you get parachute parachute payments. 
and it is difficult. It's not just about the money. There's a little bit more to it than that. And I think um, it, it is a, a tough one. The club that you mentioned, Norwich, a team I used to work work at many years ago now. You know, very, very well-run club. Um, they don't go outside of their uh, financial remit. Um, they stay focused until they can build and build and build, just like the West Brom did over, you know, in the... In the um, early noughties and continue to bounce bounce up and bounce back down again. But it is difficult and uh, until you can get that formula and again be cute in your, in your recruitment when things go up um, that in itself can be difficult getting the right players but when you do uh, and you can uh, use the core that you had from the, the years before and it gives you a, a better chance but it's, it's certainly not easy uh, and we can see that uh, you know playing out over the course of the season. Uh, Coach, you also worked in England youth setup for last five six years. I think more than that. So, how was the time uh, in the youth setup, and and what are the lessons India can learn from the youth development? You know, uh, from the England, in, for example, setup they have in the youth development for their national team. Well, I think one of the key things for uh, for England was the introducing of the elite player performance plan, which is a club. Um, uh, a license, if you like, the academies, the birth of the academies, the licenses that were needed, the qualities that uh, had to be that you had to get to to get the right badges and the right coaching um, badges for for play for coaches to to improve. So the coaches, I think, in the clubs, I think the opportunities that uh, some clubs, and I'm thinking about Chelsea in particular, that when there was a ban, um, allowed. Frank Lampard to come in, a good young English coach, allowed him to come in and he played some of the younger players, which then a lot of the other clubs and a lot of the other coaches thought, well, if he can do it at Chelsea, you know, we can do it at our clubs. And I think because of that, you know, 37 young players came through the system with England uh, to get into, uh, into the senior team with Gareth, which is a huge amount, 37 players coming through. And that's because he decided that he wanted to go for players that um, were young and hungry rather than you know, young, older players that were perhaps coming to the end of the career. Um, I also think that uh, in the national teams, we exposed our players to the very best of the best. So from 16 years old, we used to have a, a, a trophy in the UK called the Victory Shield. And we'd play uh, Wales and Scotland and Northern Ireland um, and Wales but as time has moved on very quickly we decided that it would be more beneficial for us to add into our programme Brazil Argentina Germany Spain so we were improving our um, our abilities to go to places like that in the future we'd organise penalty competitions at the end of games we'd go and play Mexico City at altitude we'd try and prepare these young players at 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, so that they, they, they were winning tournaments or getting to the latter stages of tournaments. But they were also um, a technically gifted players because of what had happened to the clubs. And I think the final bit, just like any good recruitment, is that if you want a good team, you've got to get good scouts, put them in a good system, and then the head coach has got to be brave enough to play them. And that's what he's done. And that's what India needs to do. Yes, and coach, uh, the World Cup is also coming, and uh, the majority of these young players you have worked in past. 
So, and of course, England is not going through the good time right now. Uh, but of course, you know, uh, the core of England English fans who are the fans of the national team are, are, are still trusting Southgate to get success. And of course, considering success he got in the previous World Cup and the, Euro, the Euros uh, in the, the following years. Uh, what what you hope from the England at the World Cup, from these young young core of English players and the Gareth Southgate? Well, I think what uh, I think Gareth is a fantastic coach, first of all, and I've got Steve Holland, some really good people around him. Uh, and as football coaches, you know that the life in the job is cyclical. So one minute is a king and the next minute is a clown. And that's the way that we all live our lives. Um, and as far as Gareth's concerned, with the players that he's developed um, and also the fact that he's been to a semi-final of a World Cup and the semi-final of a Europe and the final of a European Championship, sorry, you know, that is a, an amazing record. And uh, anybody that's saying that they should change managers and everything else is ridiculous for me. You know, we've got a good thing going. We should stick with him, stick at it. And uh, it'll be a very difficult World Cup for a lot of European teams, that's for sure. Um, but uh, I keep my fingers crossed. Uh, wish Gareth all the best and hope that, that he can uh, get bring one it home. step further. Or can bring it home maybe this time. Well, yeah, we need to. That song's ringing in my ears for the last three or four years. Uh, England, England women's team uh, did it. So I think the, the men's maybe take inspiration from the women's team and uh, can can definitely bring the bring it home. So coach, at the end, any any message for Jamshedpur fans before we wrap this podcast up? Um, all, only that I'm very very excited about uh, getting into the furnace and getting getting out there with the team and listening to the response from the uh, the, the supporters. As I said to you, I've had uh, you know some really positive feedback, some really nice, genuine people, uh, and uh, our hard work started ten weeks ago, and now it's important that we uh, we build on uh, on what we've done and start getting some results. Uh, coach, coach, well, a big, big thank you uh, to Eddie Butrait for joining us on the podcast. It, it was my pleasure to host you, coach, and good luck for the season ahead. Uh, to our fans and the uh, don't forget you can listen to the all the episode of the Beyond the Score podcast at your leisure on Spotify, iTunes, GeoSavan, Ghana, and all other major platforms. You can also catch them in the video form on Kane Lau's YouTube channel, which is Kane Lau TV. Until next time, this is your host Ashish Negi signing off. Thank you.